Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. The baptism of the Lord. Gosh, I look at all these poor people out there who believe what the culture, Satan, tells them, the big lie. Don't get your children baptized. Have them figure out their own religion when they get older and their own spiritual practices. Why does Satan not want our children baptized? Because the minute they are, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, they are gods. They are now protected by the Holy Spirit. Even though my parents did not practice, I was still baptized, received Holy Communion, and was confirmed in the Catholic Church. It is true. I did not know anything. I did not know what was happening to me, but I am so grateful and blessed. Thank you, God, for having my parents protect me with the Holy Spirit. And now I am truly aware of my role as God's child, priest, prophet, king. We're going to read about that in a minute. But I want to express how important it is that people in your life, if they believe in Jesus, even if they're not Catholic, to please baptize their children. They can still grow up and change their minds. That's an option. But why someone wouldn't want the Holy Spirit God's spirit within them to protect them through their life, especially if they don't really know God, is beyond comprehension to me because I firmly, truly believe that the Holy Spirit within me has kept me alive and kept me out of jail my whole life. And now I look at myself and I say, okay. God, I know my role as your child. I know my role in your army. And I want to be a part of your family. So help me be a better Christian. So maybe it's time for you to just say it such as that. Look, the only way to heaven is through Jesus. And the only way is to believe in Jesus, but also to be baptized. So yes, while little babies don't necessarily know their beliefs, why not protect them with the Spirit of God?
All right, I want to read something from the Catechism. Not sure if you're doing the Catechism in the year, in a year, <laughs> in the year, in a year with Father Michael Schmitz. Some of you are doing Bible in the year and Catechism of the year. I've started the Catechism. I've stopped. I've started. I've stopped. I've caught myself up. I'm probably actually, I'm probably a day behind because I didn't do it yesterday. So I'm probably doing two days at a time but I'm catching up. I'm doing it. It's good. Everyone should know the catechism of the Catholic church and how to use it, how to use it in the back. There's a glossary. There's definitions of terms. You could look up the word mercy, for example, and find out all of the different pages in the catechism that is reflective about mercy or says what mercy of God really is. It's, a, it's an amazing book. So what I'm going to read to you is kind of from the back. It's nothing that you've read so far, but it goes along with our, our baptism and who we are as the people of God. You know how awkward, if you're listening to the catechism in a year, it is to read. It's better to read with your eyes. That's why actually I pull my catechism out when I'm going through with Father Mike Schmitz because it's easier to see the quotes, the unquotes. It's For me, I need both because just listening like as if I were with the Bible in a year, it's much different. It's more textbooky. So just a suggestion. But today, again, is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and it is from chapters 783 through 786. So bear with me. I'm going to say quotes and things like that when there are actual quotes. But it is all about us living out priest, prophet, and king. Jesus Christ is the one whom the Father anointed with the Holy Spirit and established as priest, prophet, and king. The whole people of God participates in these three offices of Christ and bears the responsibility for mission and service that flow from them. So there you go, people. We are responsible. We bear the responsibility, mission, and service that flow from being priest, prophet, and king. On entering the people of God through faith, and baptism, one receives a share in this people's unique priestly vocation. The baptized, by regeneration and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, are consecrated to be a spiritual house and a holy priesthood. A spiritual house. We go back to the body. We are housing God. I don't know any other way. We are, we are hosting God. We need to be hospitable. We need to put the best, you know, sheets forward. This is, I'm talking about our body here. I'm not talking about our home, but think about how we prepare for important guests that are coming over. And yet we treat our bodies like a garbage dump, and we expect God to live in it. Something to just chew on for a minute. 
And we're supposed to be a holy priesthood. <laughs> so now we got to be a holy priest too. Let's read on. See what else they're asking us to do. The holy people of God shares also in Christ's prophetic office. Above all, in the supernatural sense of faith that belongs to the whole people, lay and clergy, when it unfailingly adheres to this faith, once for all delivered to the saints. I don't quite understand once for all delivered to the saints, but unfailingly adhering to the faith is probably saying that most only saints were like that unfailingly faithful, not sinning. We're talking like, you know, St. John of the Cross and St. Teresa of Avila, these people who floated up in the air and who had perfect union with God. And when it deepens its understanding and becomes Christ's witness in the midst of this world, that's it. We deepen our understanding and we become a witness. We get it. We now know we need to be faithful. We need to live according to God's precepts, his commandments. Finally, the people of God shares in the royal office of Christ. Hello. He exercises his kingship by drawing all men to himself through his death and resurrection. Christ, King and Lord of the universe, made himself the servant of all, for he came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. For the Christian, quote, to reign is to serve him, unquote, particularly when serving, quote, the poor and the suffering in whom the church recognizes the image of her poor and suffering founder, unquote. The people of God fulfills its royal dignity by a life in keeping with its vocation to serve with Christ. That's a lot. That's only three paragraphs in the catechism. <laughs> But we are called to greatness. We're called to royalty. We are called to be a faithful person in this unfaithful world. So today we ask the, the Lord to put on our heart what we need to do today to be a better priest, prophet, and king in our lives and to be a witness to those around us in a unique way today. We just had Christmas yesterday. The kids came over. It was like a whole second Christmas. Beautiful on the epiphany. My husband and I are going to be running around and putting chalk, marking our, our doorways. I don't know if you have a church that gives you blessed chalk, but even if you have stuff from previous years and you can find that stuff and dig it out, you say a quick prayer and you put the initials of the Magi and then the 2023, and it's a prayer of protection. I, I actually took two extra packages and I gave two to my sons, so hopefully they go home and they do it to their house, which is cool. And today we're going to be taking down Christmas, so it's going to be an effort 
of that and then cleaning up afterwards because we'll have those little fake pine needles all over the house. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. It's the first day that we have seen sun in probably since Christmas. So I'm excited about sun. And I'll share just a little update on eating. So it was my third day eating yesterday and my husband, bless his soul, he got up at like four in the morning to um, get the ribs all smoked and everything so that they'd be ready by like one o'clock when the kids came over. We were watching a football game and then did some Christmas presents and stuff. But it was really good. We had chicken wings too, hot wings. And yeah, I'm probably sure that wasn't the best uh, choice for me to have <laughs> on my third day. I mean, if you think about it, my first day was like two hard-boiled eggs, bone broth, and a little bit of salmon. You know, my second day was a big salad and steak. So anyway, I went full bore with hot wings yesterday like Frank's hot sauce and everything. Ooh, that was hot. Now, I'm a super hot person, but I think my taste buds changed. It was pretty wild. Um, yeah, and I'm okay. I thought it was going to love me twice. You know, kind of gross comment, but you guys get what I'm saying, and it wasn't so bad, <laughs> so that's a good thing. And I didn't get sick, and my body didn't freak out. So I'm back in the saddle of eating, but I'm going to be doing intermittent fasting. So I'm going to eat between a window of, I'd say four to eight. So that's what I'm going to try and do for the next, I don't know, couple of weeks and get my body back into a fat burning thing. And I'm back on keto. So I'm protein and fat, little, little carbs. I don't know if I'm in ketosis. I haven't tested myself lately, but I feel great. I'm going to go down and work out. Yesterday I did a video, not yesterday, two days ago. I didn't do anything yesterday um, that I felt great doing and I could do everything because four weeks ago I could not, like I couldn't lift my leg and bring it all the way up to where my hands were on the ground. Now I can and it's really cool because I can see the strength. I'm paying attention. That's one thing I want to leave you with. I know the word mindful has been hijacked by all the new age people, but it's meaningful for us, for everybody. Being mindful just means that you're paying attention, especially to your body, your emotions, your thoughts, what is happening to me right now and why? Why do I feel this temptation or why do I feel this craving or why do I feel this urge or this desire? Or why do I want to eat when I'm not hungry? I don't have a hunger signal. So many of these things, why am I resisting praying? Why? Or, or when I pray, I feel such peace. Why don't I do it more? Why am I not talking to God throughout the day? How did I just get through that day without mentioning God or speaking to him once? Mindfulness is just living with purpose and meaning. Your purpose is to love God, love yourself, love your neighbor. Those two greatest commandments. So how do you do it? You've got to pray. 
And then you ask God to put in your heart what you can do today to be a better priest, prophet, and king. And to be a witness to everyone around us of Jesus in our lives. Something to think about. Okay, let's pray. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Oh, we breathe air in, Lord. We want to breathe the Holy Spirit in, thinking that every breath that we breathe is because you allow it to happen. We're so grateful for one more day on this earth, one more day to live your life, your will, where we can bring your love to people around us. Help us to remember the beauty of baptism and to share it with people that we know with love and a kind heart. And more importantly, that we give ourselves to you completely today with 100% humility. Your will be done in our lives. Our selfish desires and urges, bodily problems that we fight all day, we give them to you. We ask that you change our heart, that you transform it to seek you, to love you, to pray with you, to be silent with you, to spend time with you because we know that's our currency with you is our time. And we know we don't spend enough. So Lord, please put into our hearts your heart. Put Mary's heart in place of ours. Mary, bring us to your son. Holy Spirit, guardian angel, all you holy angels and saints, please guide us and lead us today to Jesus' heart where everything is just fine. Everything is peaceful. Everything is joyful. We rest our head on your chest, Lord. Lead us today. Guide us. We love you so much. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, one thing I'd like for you guys to do today is just talk to Jesus. Don't whip out a, a prayer or something that's already written. Just sit down and have an open, vulnerable conversation with him. And then receive, sit, wait for him to tell you something. Wait for him to give you a fleece of peace. Just give yourself 10 or 15 minutes for him to put into your heart and your mind thoughts and things that will help you throughout your day, that will help you know and understand how God speaks to you. Just take that time today, please, everyone. You're not going to regret it. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God and have a blessed and inspired day.